Ottawa police are on guard in the capital as the Rolling Thunder convoy hangs around downtown Ottawa for the second day. Day one brought a number of arrests and towed vehicles. Our Carling Donahue has more. The Rolling Thunder group have not been crystal clear on their purpose for arriving in the capital, but it's become apparent that different groups are there for different reasons. This woman who arrived last night says remaining COVID-19 mandates are definitely a focus for her through the weekend. The federal mandates aren't lifted, so like we're not done fighting for the freedom of Canadians. Now motorcyclists in the capital claim they're there to simply pay respects to our country's veterans, but another group say they're, quote, bringing dignity back to the National War Memorial after it was was desecrated when police put up fences around it during the Freedom Convoy. Now, last night, crowds got testy and came into a clash with Ottawa police, who ended up arresting several individuals. Today, an exclusion zone is set up, and Ottawa's Mayor Jim Watson tells City News police will not allow anything like the three-week occupation their city saw back in January. So not going to tolerate things like any uh, structure that's going to be built to be torn down right away. Up to 800 officers have been placed on standby and are ready to assist at any moment throughout the day. Carling Donahue, City News. Toronto police say there will be a few protests here this weekend, but none appear to be related to the Rolling Thunder convoy. One protest starting at 3 this afternoon is called Al-Quds Day. It's organized by Palestinians in support of those under oppression in the Middle East. This protest happens annually at the end of Ramadan. It'll take place at the U.S. Consulate on University Avenue. Police say officers from the hate crime unit will be on scene in case anything happens. The countdown is officially on. We're just a little over a month away until Ontario possibly gets a new premier. Both the Liberals and the NDP are in the GTA this afternoon, kicking off the start of their campaigns with nomination meetings. Ariane Campbell has the latest. The NDP's big ticket items surround health care with plans, if elected, to begin working immediately on universal pharmacare for Ontario and a dental care program. Promises also include to build 100,000 units of social housing over the next decade and update 260,000 others. Now, some similarities we see between the NDP and Liberal platforms include their plan for labour, which promises a raise in minimum wage to $16 an hour in 2023. However, the Liberals are focused on women, promising to create an Ontario women's health strategy which would provide free menstrual products in public spaces and ensure equal pay and opportunity for women. And as for our current government, the Tories unveiled the province's 2022 budget with key highlights surrounding health care and infrastructure revitalization over the next 10 years. Premier Ford was also in Etobicoke this afternoon unveiling his campaign bus. For City News, I'm Rianne Campbell. To Forest Hill now, where emergency crews remain on scene at Avenue and Kilberry Roads besides Upper Canada College, after a three-alarm house fire, Toronto police say fire crews were forced to rescue three people stranded on top of the roof. Fire police and paramedics are on scene. They're asking you to avoid the area. Nobody was injured. Emergency Preparedness Week kicks off May 1st, and this year's theme is asking you to be ready for anything. Our Emily Vukovic has the details. With the latest residential house fire happening this morning in Toronto, Platoon Chief Tim Weeks says it's a lot more than house fires that people need to be prepared for. Everybody should have a, a good home escape plan and then in the event of emergency, in terms of emergency preparedness, um, you should have enough food and water to take care of your, yourself and your family for two to three days if possible. Emergencies can happen at any time and it's crucial to prepare to get by without basic necessities like power or tap water. If you're prepared, you can respond quickly to help yourself and others. Understand the risks in your area, create a household emergency plan, and build an emergency kit. Emily Vukovic, City News.
This portion of the news brought to you by TMS Clinics of Canada. It's a sunny opening day at Canada's Wonderland. From food to rides to special shows, Wonderland spokesperson Grace Peacock says the 2022 season has something for everyone. You don't need to be uh, a thrill seeker to have a great time here at the park. Our executive chef and his culinary team are whipping up some amazing menus. Um, obviously, everybody knows the funnel cake, but you can come here for different food festivals like brew and barbecue. Um, later on, we're going to have October. Oktoberfest back this year, so we're really becoming a food destination as well. It's the first time since 2019 the amusement park is welcoming guests for a full season. Enjoy all the fun from 10 to 8 all weekend. Enrique Amaturo, City News. Tomorrow, a Toronto staple is returning to the city for the first time since the pandemic began. Our Ari Rabinovich with the details. The Toronto Marathon is coming back on Sunday. Roads across the city will be closed as runners make their way from Young and Shepherd all the way down to the Queen Elizabeth Building near Dufferin and the Gardner. A large number of TTC routes will be affected as well. Jay Glassman is the race director, and he says this year's marathon is set to be one of their biggest yet. We will have between uh, between 12 and 13,000 people running on Sunday. Uh, we've got from over 63 countries. He adds that people from all over the world are coming to this marathon, including people from France, Chile, and Colombia. This event benefits many charities, including the Princess Margaret Cancer Foundation and Sick Kids. The race gets underway at 7.30. Ari Rabinovich, City News.